0: It's time for Let's Get Real with your host from Bob Richards and Associates, Bob Richards.
1: Bob Richards. Oh, my gosh. It is so good
0: to see you. Michael, it's so nice to see you. What a great day. You are looking totally awesome, dude. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Digging the shirt. You digging the shirt? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. My wife comes home and goes, you're going to wear this shirt. I go, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, happy wife, happy life, I guess, Absolutely. part of that. Yeah. So, Bob, I understand we've got a really interesting show today about one of my favorite topics. We do. Open houses. Open houses, yes, sir. So, um, let's just jump right in. What yeah.
0: is an open house? You know, uh, Michael, from a standpoint of what the easiest way to describe that is a house is made open for the public and or realtors to come tour and view and ask questions and see if it might be a good fit for them to acquire or as agents to show their buyers through that they might have as interested parties. And so that's, that's really the, the nuts and bolts of it, just simple as that. Oh, that, well, that makes sense. So yeah. basically the reason why
1: realtors hold the home open is to attract, of course, potential new buyers. Yeah. Um, or, or realtors who are representing potential new buyers and showcase the house. And
0: Absolutely. And again, let's get real on this. The market's changed. Uh, things have have uh, evolved differently from a few years ago, from decades ago. And so it takes different ways to market your inventory to potential buyers. Open houses have been around for a long time, but their mm-hmm. effectiveness depends on how the presentation is Prior to the open house, and not just having cookies on a plate during an open house?
1: Um, Much better to have um, barbecue ribs and potato salad with lobster croissants. Yes,
0: yes, (laughs) yes, absolutely, if
1: you can afford that.
0: Oh, yeah, I completely understand.
1: (laughs) So um, I've been to a lot of open houses in my day, and I've seen some really, really good ones, and I've seen some really, really Un-good ones. Mm-hmm. So let's say that I'm the seller and you're hosting my open house. What do I as the seller need to do?
0: <laughs> Number one, you need to make sure that the agent is at the open house. Oh, that's a novel concept. Now, that sounds kind of crazy, but in the past month, I've known of a couple of listings where the agent just opened up the house and left. So the house was open, but nobody was there to escort buyers through the house. Now, one of them was vacant. One of them was occupied. Hello? I mean, that's a, a oh total breach of ethics and professional standards and a whole lot of other things. So the seller needs to make sure that their agent is going to be there. There, there needs to be an established time of how long it'll be open. Um, and, a, again, the prep work is really in the days before the actual open house, meaning that the agent needs to go out and, and, and prospect and invite people to come through that house. It could be neighbors, it could be a neighborhood, it could be an entire subdivision, it could be an entire community. Depends on what that agent wants to do in making that attraction to the house. If they're just simply knocking doors and, hey, come down and, and get barbecue and potato salad at my open house on Saturday, or who do you know that wants to be your neighbor? Here mm-hmm. in this subdivision, I've got a new listing. I'm going to be holding it open on such and such day between such and such a time. Please call your neighbors and come over and take a look at it. Or, or not necessarily your neighbors, but your friends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you have friends. If you have friends. Yeah, I'm, I sure. have neighbors, sure. but no friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: so I've, I've heard, correct me if I'm wrong, that the best thing that I, as a home seller, who's having an open house, one of the best things I can do is just leave.
0: Oh, (laughs) thank you. And that really is chapter one, verse one, isn't it? Besides having your agent actually there, the seller needs to be gone for that full time and maybe a little bit before and certainly a little bit after. Because those that are lingering after the open house scheduled, let's say 3 o'clock and they're still there at 3.30 and the homeowner walks in, well, anything that was going on with some mojo or some interest of that buyer goes away. Uh, and and just rapidly re- decreases where the seller's like, "Hey, I'm home," and the buyer's like, "Well, yeah, we're in your home. We were thinking about making it our home, but you know what? Um, yeah, here's your home." And and then they leave, and it's kind of a turnoff for them. Yeah. So that's uh, that's an interesting yeah point. I, I, I've talked
1: to a, a few realtors uh, in my day, and and uh, I remember in one instance, the the gal was telling me. I asked her, so how did the open house go? She goes, it was horrible. I go, well, why? Whoa. She goes, well, because the seller wouldn't leave. Oh, I go, what goodness. do you mean? And she goes, well, the guy just kept following me and the prospects around the house and pointing out things that really had no bearing on making the sale. Things like, yeah, and this is where my son Billy, when he stood there, we measured it when uh-huh. he was eight, and this is when he was 10, and I want you to know that I put in the tile grout myself, and it's like... She goes, I just wanted to smack the guy. Oh, I bet. It's like, I well, I said, did the house sell? She goes, no, because the guy kept following everybody around. So uh, as a home seller, when you guys are holding an open house and you've got Bob as your realtor, uh, just go away. Yeah. Just leave. Take your wife or your husband out to dinner. Take the kids to a play date. Let Bob do his thing, and Bob will sell the
0: house for you. Yeah, pretty, pretty I, that's exactly right. That, that, that's what the eventual goal is, to sell the house. This may be a medium or an, an or a, a medium. A medium, uh, yeah. A medium to, to uh, present to the public and, and certainly to help the seller in getting as many people as we can through the house. And if any of them are ready to buy and interested in buying that particular home, we're we're all over it. We'd we'd love to sell it to them, but yeah, if if you get those two parties together, oh, it, it's it's not a good not a good situation. Maybe eventually, yeah. But in that initial look around, yeah. no. So um, you're holding an open house. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're you're, you're holding an open house for my house. How are you going to promote my open house for me to help me get the most number of possible customers, come look.
0: What are you going to do for me? Great question. And and like I say, uh, Michael, it's it's a let's get real kind of a thing again. You can't just open up the house, have a couple of directional signs outside, and like I say, cookies on a platter. That's not going to sell the house. You've got to expose it to the uh, other realtors. You've got to make announcements. You have to do social media. You have to do um, intranet and internet promotion and advertising the open house when it'll be what it'll offer um, what what the maybe couple three top selling points are of that house so that it attracts people in a certain price point because if you've got something at 750 and you've got somebody that can afford between four and 450 walking through the house well uh, it doesn't really do anybody any good except for the get a a couple of cookies. But other than that, it's not going to create a sale. So you want to have a captive audience that's a target marketed buyer and and not necessarily just the looky-loos or the tire kickers.
1: Yeah. So would there ever be an interest to, we do this as a strategy to avoid the looky-loos, so to speak, and people who really are basically just cookie eaters and not prospective mm-hmm. buyers. Would there ever be an interest where you would have an open house, which is shown by appointment only?
0: How does that work? Yeah, very good question. We typically would do this on a, on a more upscale um, type of showing. And depending upon the experience of the agent, if, if that agent hasn't really sold in that higher price bracket where a buyer would appreciate or expect more of a private showing, then I would want to step in and and help, not follow, but is simply to point out some things that really do add value to the home to that prospective buyer. Because the agent who's a little bit less experienced, okay, inexperienced, rookie, brand new, whatever, they'll say, "Here's the kitchen." Uh, okay. Really? <laughs> yeah. How'd you know? newbie, well, there's a refrigerator, right? Oh yeah, that's right. This is the kitchen. So does that make sense? Rather than saying, right. well, the obvious, let, let's peel back the onion a little bit more about what that entails. Is there better utility rates? Is is there a view that is not found in other places? Is there upgrades that have been done that really are important rather than new handles? Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of a thing that uh, you need to make sure that you're, again, promoting the house to the appropriate audience in the appropriate language, if yeah, you will.
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that I like about you when when uh, when you're showing an open house, I don't know, you train your people to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, uh, realtors, you know, <laughs> you get to do more than just go, this is the kitchen. Yeah. It's important to do more than just uh, expound upon the features. This is the faucet. This is the dishwasher. But there are probably time-saving features in there. And there may be – maybe it's a chef's kitchen with certain things that will help save time or like what you say, sure. things that will help you know the new prospective buyer save money and, and, and things like that. I went to an open house – um, believe it or not, in another state. Mm-hmm. It was in Alabama. And it was a very upscale house. Wow. And and uh, the guy had two kitchens, two full-blown kitchens. Wow. And and um, I was kind of tagging along, and I go, so what's the deal with the two kitchens? And, and he goes, well, the owner, um, among other things, he fancies himself... A gourmet chef. So this one kitchen here is just like a regular kitchen for the family and things like that. And, and it was huge. This other kitchen, I go in there and it was all in red and gold and black. Wow! I go, what kind of a kitchen is this? And and he says he's a he's a gourmet Chinese food chef. So we had one kitchen just for Chinese food. My goodness. And I'm thinking, well, that's a total benefit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: that was kind of a lot of fun. So that, that makes it pretty cool. It so it is, it is possible then if somebody's got like an upscale house and they just don't want a bunch of looky-loo cookie eaters mm-hmm. coming by to have it shown by appointment only, and they would like call you. Do so you work
0: absolutely. that out with the owner? Yeah, so if we stagger that during a, a day, let's say uh, between 10 and 3, and we have individuals that are a little bit more discreet, a little bit more private than, than the appointment only idea during that time frame really suits well because then they have the home to themselves to look at rather than somebody else that's knocked on the door or somebody that's in the backyard already looking at it. They kind of want the exclusive to yeah. have the ability to say, hey, will this fit our needs? Does this check all the boxes? Does this fit our, our travel plans, our economic plans, our, our future goals, our retirement? Whatever that looks like, they like to do it on their own and, and be rather private. Now, first-time home buyer won't, won't care. That, that's simply not as important to them as somebody in the, the million-plus uh, club. Yeah. Okay. that's cool.
1: So what is your responsibility as a realtor? What is your responsibility at the open house? I mean, what are you going to do there?
0: Yeah. uh, Prior to the seller leaving, Michael, this is, again, a let's get real thing that we have to understand, folks. Crime does exist in Southern Utah. What? Sad to say, I know. I am shocked. Here goes the papers uh, oh, announcing this. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Put that <laughs> painting away. Well, here's here's what we ask sellers to do: put their meds away, put their firearms Ooh. away, keep things out of eye reach or eyesight or hand reach that would be potentially. Uh, damaging to the, the seller if they, if they got back to the home and their gun was missing if their meds were missing they wouldn't necessarily know that until they take their pills that night or the following morning and saying hey where's my meds and, and somebody's already come through mm. cleared them out and out the door special things of, of uh, uh, statues or jewelry or, or um, high end things get them away from the house get them out of the house um, and, and, or hidden, uh, exceptionally well so that people don't get sticky fingers. So that's one of the first things to educate with the, with the seller. Then to make sure that the lighting is good, the ambiance is good, maybe a little bit of music in the background, mm. something that just sets a nice mood, a nice ambiance to it. So when people walk in, they feel, oh, this feels nice in here rather than it being cold and, and, um, not very inviting, something that's just kind of, um, like I say, just just not something that you just feel like you've just walked into a house, yeah. rather than a home. Yeah, um, um, in my experience,
1: I think it's also important to make sure that the house smells good.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, because yeah. I know a lot of times in people will have pets and they're uh-huh. used to that odor, or maybe they just cooked a, a fabulous dinner the night before with a lot of garlic yeah. or or fish, knows, fish uh-huh. and stuff like that. So I think it's important to make sure that. Um, it, it shows well and, um, and benefits all of the senses. All of the senses. Absolutely right. I had, a, I had a friend who was a realtor. Uh, I won't mention her name. I won't, I won't mention her name, Jackie. So I will okay. not tell you all right. Jackie's name. Yeah. But I, I said, Jackie, why are you selling so many houses? She goes, well, I have a little trick. I go, well, what's your trick? And she goes, well. I know that everybody likes the smell of fresh baked cookies and breads and things like that. Mm-hmm. I go, you, are you telling me you bake cookies in the house? She goes, oh, no, no, I don't do that. She goes, what I do is I go to specific strategic areas in the home, like the kitchen and, uh, and places like that, and I put a little dab of vanilla on the light bulb and turn it on. And when it evaporates, it smells like fresh cookies. Yep. I thought, oh, my gosh, what a great idea. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. One of the best ideas and one of the best inventions ever. It's just a, a dab of vanilla yeah. can change the whole presentation of the house, like you say, with your, your different senses that you yeah. have if you're not. Uh, I, ended up
1: up, buy, I ended up buying five houses because <laughs> I
0: never did find the cookies. <laughs>
1: it smells so good. <laughs> oh, that's
0: great. That's great. So, Bob, do you ever sell, a, sell the home during an open house? Honestly, Michael, it is rare. And I I have to be honest with people. It it, it just is. Uh, you, You don't typically find a, hey, we love this house. We'll take it. Now, I will say back in the market of 2020, 2021, they didn't care. They, they said, we'll take it, we'll take it, because things were just flying off the shelves and selling so quickly and above asking price, and, and it got into a bidding war right there in the house, and, and it wasn't healthy, and, and we're paying for that since that particular occurrence. Nowadays though, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that the house will sell during that four or five hour period of the house being open. Uh, it's to attract buyers and to bring in buyers, but it's also selfishly the agent is wanting to pick up buyers mm. to say, hey, you may not like this house. This may not check all your boxes or fit all your needs, but can I help you find another house that would fit your needs? So they're, they're trying to pick them up as clients, as customers, totally fine, don't have a problem with that. Uh, but their main focus is doing their absolute best to sell that listing and then if if there's fallout, if you will, with, with other buyers that they'll want to work with to help them find something else, hey, that's a great bonus. Love that idea.
1: Oh, that is a really good idea. I like that. So uh, what are some pros and cons that exist to me as a seller when I'm having – uh, my home shown as an open house. Are there ne-
0: I'm sure there's negatives and positives. Yeah, there 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 is. Um, well, this is kind of chintzy, but your utility bill is going to go up because oh, no. the door goes open, the door goes closed, the back door open, the back door closed, and so okay, that's not very much, but it does exist. Secondly, again, from a security standpoint, need to make sure that the house is secure, but also, I shouldn't say the house, that needs to be open, but, but again, the jewelry, the valuables, that kind of thing need to be um, out of sight, out of mind and secure. Uh, there also is the, the uh, idea of damage. If, if kids come through the house, uh, no matter if it's a, a, a first-time home buyer or, or somebody that has older kids. They can damage the house. And so you have to make sure that the agent is well instructed from the seller, hey, make sure that you are aware of or please jot down any sort of uh, issues that might be uh, existing with the home after uh, a customer has gone through. So I know if I need to get it repaired, if I need to get it fixed, accidents do happen. But how do you, you know, lessen that? Uh, The pros to the seller is just, again, a broader audience. It's it's expanding more than just waiting by the phone and waiting for the phone to ring. You're you're proactive as a realtor to say, hey, I'm going to go out and pursue buyers. I would love to sell this listing. I would love to sell this home that you have hired me to sell, Mr. Seller. So let me try this medium to get them into the house as quickly as we can, as, as often as we can during this period of time, so that you have a better chance of selling and again for the realtor the, the benefit is to, to pick up some additional clientele I think that's great um so what about me as a buyer pros and cons to
1: me as a buyer I'm driving on the road and my wife goes oh look they're having an open house are there any negatives that could uh, that I could you know it could happen to me as a as a prospective buyer going to an open house
0: and, great question Michael yes I mean there, there's more pros than cons. The, the main con is you walk in the door after pulling off the side, putting it in park and you're taking your wife and family in that there's other people in the house. And, and could that be a distraction for you as a buyer just mm. feeling uncomfortable talking to your wife because the other couples in the next room or down the hall, or can you talk openly amongst other people that are there also looking at the house with a realtor being there? It's not a big deal. They're there for information, to handle where the schools, where would I go to church, where would this be, how far am I from my favorite Chinese restaurant, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. But if there's other people in the house, then they may not feel as welcomed or as um, comfortable being there because of other people being there. But the Mm -hmm. advantage is if people are there or aren't there, they still have the ability to go through the house on their own. At their own time, not pressured by a seller saying, look at this, look at this, I did the grout, um, but and also by, not by the agent. The agent should be listening to cues that the potential buyer is mentioning so that they know what to mm. share with them after they've toured the home. It, it's, it's what we call the ABCs of, of real estate, folks. It's called always be Closing. And so you're always wanting to ask questions and come up with solutions and ideas that would help them achieve their goals within that house. If it's simply that they can't do to X, Y, and Z that are can't do much about, uh, like moving the house so it faces west rather than east or east versus west, then it is what it is. But if there are certain things that how much would flooring be for a home such as this, we want to replace it with such and such. You know what? I've I've got a great resource of carpet and flooring. In fact, I've even got a bid because we felt the same way as a seller and an agent that likely we would need to get the flooring replaced. So here's a couple of bids. Oh, wow. That's great. Uh, Anyway, so you want to anticipate what People are going to be asking about and and what their needs and wants are, and then you're there as a realtor to solve problems. Yeah, it, it's not a sales job. It's it's there to uh, to, to um, sell yourself in a way that is your profession, but also to sell the benefits of the house, right? And then uh, help them find something else if that's what's needed. Yeah. So basically, you're you're presenting the
1: features and converting them into benefits, and right. by listening you're to the people you're going to know exactly what the benefits are that they're looking for absolutely you know well said. as um my wife and I have gone through a lot of open houses mm-hmm. especially when we moved up here sure and and as a as a uh, prospective buyer going through open houses when i noticed that there's other um, people going through the houses um i i Maybe it's just me and my lovely wife, but it tends to be a little competitive when Mm -hmm. there's other people in the house. So we find ourselves listening to what the other prospective buyers are saying. So the wife might be going, oh, look, honey, this is a great place to put these drapes and this cupboard can go over here. And the guy goes, oh, yeah, and I can put my fishing poles over. So they're already (laughs) deciding where they're going to put things. And my wife was going, oh, my gosh, we need to hurry up and do something (laughs) because they're already making plans of where they're going to put their. Stuff, so I found it to be kind of competitive, which actually being, can be a good thing, especially for the realtor sure. and, and the seller. Sure. So, so I I think if the house uh, shows well and the realtor does an excellent job of presenting it, if there are other people in the house, there may be a little bit of a competitive um, feeling and, and it gives you the opportunity to take the steps necessary to get the competitive edge and at least make an offer or an appointment with you
0: to talk more about the house. So absolutely. That's pretty cool. The, the emotional move in, uh, situation with buyers, like you say, they're, they're, they're getting their, our furniture would look here, our couch here, our bed would be great on this wall. Johnny's bed over here, that kind of a thing. When that starts to happen, Boy, it doesn't take much longer before that domino tips and that yeah. buyer says, we're ready. We, we, we want to pursue this. One thing for buyers that they do need to do is make sure that they bring in a pre-approval letter uh, from a mortgage lender mm-hmm. that shows and states that they have the ability to and the wherewithal to buy the house. Better to do that then rather than later where after the open house they're like – oh, well, uh, yeah, let's go see if we can get qualified. Well, you should have done that ahead of time because that uh-huh. gives you more leverage as a buyer should you wish to submit an offer that tells that seller, hey, we're good to go, rather than, well, we kind of sort of maybe want to talk to our neighbor's friend's dog's cousin to mm-hmm. get a mortgage, and then they can't qualify. Possibly. That makes good sense, especially in a competitive market. You've yes. got to get the competitive
1: edge over the other prospective buyers. If you go in with a pre-qualified uh, you know, letter, uh-huh. You've got a better shot at getting this thing. You do. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Absolutely do. Yeah, I usually just walk in with my suitcase of cash, but I know that we can't do that anymore. Yeah, you
0: know, when (laughs) you did all of those homes that you bought, you know, it was easy to to bring in the suitcases. I know, I know. Times have changed. Oh, my gosh. So, Bob, we're about out of time on this one.
1: Do you have any parting words of wisdom as it pertains to open houses today?
0: Yeah, Michael, buyers and sellers don't feel like that is a waste of time. Uh, don't feel like as a seller that you shouldn't have an open house. You may have had a bad experience before. If you've got a right realtor, if you selected the right agent, say like myself, then you have a greater opportunity of selling the house during that open house. If it's just a matter of a plate of cookies, I totally get it. Don't do it uh, or don't offer it to your realtor to do, but if it's something that really is looking like it could potentially bring in buyers based upon what the agent's presentation is prior to the open house, then allow for that to happen. Uh, Now, if you're in a destination location, something at the end of a cul-de-sac, probably not going to get a whole lot of drive-by traffic, but if you're in an area that doesn't have to be River Road or Bluff Street, but something that's a little bit uh, more well-traveled, then you're going to pick up more uh, people that come through. So uh, again, do your preparation as a seller, do your preparation as a buyer. If you do that, then there's a greater chance for that transaction to come together, either on that house or potentially something else. That makes a lot of sense.
1: So Bob, how can we contact you
0: if we'd like you to? You know what, Michael? Open house. Super easy. Uh, 435-703-Utah is my cell phone number. <clears throat> it's 435 703 Eight eight two four. My office number 435-688-UTAH. Eight, 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 so again, 435-688-8824. Eight, 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 always by utah.com. Uh, always easy to find me on the web and uh, many other websites where you can find me at as well. And I'm at Berkshire Hathaway, just downtown St. George and Ancestor Square. Cool. Thanks, Bob. And thank you guys. we will see you again next time. Thank you. Take care. This has been Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards & Associates. For more information, buyutah.com. We invite you to return again for another edition of Let's Get Real with Bob Richards from Bob Richards & Associates. This has been a production of One to One
1: Network.